Thank you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. All Over the Place podcast, we here. Yeah, we are here for sure. And because of you, we're in the top 2% out of almost 4 million podcasts. I'm so excited. I'm an independent podcaster. Today, I have an independent artist on from Las Vegas. And again, because of you, we're in the top 2% out of 4 million podcasts. So please like, share, leave a comment. If you're inspired, let us know and reach out and make sure... um, that you enjoy the episode. Here we go. So today I have Louis Lone on. He's from Las Vegas. Yes, I am. What's up, Louis Lone? How just are chilling, you? Just you know, posted up with my brother Dylan. Love his pain just dropped. So, you know. Yeah. You know, it's my first, you know, podcast. First time really talking. Been in the music industry now over 10 years. Stay low key, but, you know, it's time to pop out and show the world what we're doing. Yeah. So tell me about growing up in Vegas. How was that for you? So, I mean, I spent my childhood from like one to, I would say, 12 in Vegas. And then from there, I moved out here. But I was always back and forth. So it was from Vegas, you know. You know, I grew up with a single mom, three kids. So uh, it's kind of like, you know, couldn't really afford a lot of space. So I'd be with my aunt. Shout out my aunt Dina. Love her to death. You know, shout out my mom. You know, so it'd be back and forth, you know. So from Vegas here. So, but um, I always say, you know, I got two hometowns, you know, here and Vegas. But, yeah. So it's like... Majority of the time I spent half and half, but yeah. growing up in Vegas, it, it was, you know, it was cool. You know, it's a lot different. It's a complete different environment than out here, I would say. I would say in Vegas, it's hot. You know, if you're 115 degrees, you know, you kind of stay in your house, but um, you see a lot of stuff, you know, at a young age from addiction to, you know, gambling and, you know, since it's hell, since city, you know, so you're in a place where you see a lot of stuff going on and, you know, for, um, out here, it's like, I got to see two aspects of life. You know, I got to see, mm-hmm. you know, the bright side and, you know, pretty much, you know, just like a different lifestyle. So it was very mind boggling because it was like, you know, I come from a family that didn't have a lot of wealth. But growing mm-hmm. up in a place like California, you see it all the time. You know, I felt like, you know, I didn't really fit into any category. So it was kind of a basis of like, okay, so Vegas, I could, you know, fit in. You know, we all trying to get it. But out here, just surrounded by a bunch of snobby you know, kids with a bunch of money that just have... Yeah, mind-boggling is a good word. Yeah. What it's are you mind-boggling. Saying? Yeah, it's just a lot of, you know what I mean? Growing up, it's just like out here, it was just, you know, you see all this crazy stuff, all this money, and then being that person that didn't really have nothing, it was like, just couldn't really like, you know, I couldn't put two and two together. So I really, that's why I always shout out Vegas because, you know, I feel like, you know, my people out there and stuff, you know, they, they understand me more. Yeah. Live out here. Yeah. So how old were you when you went on the um, Las Vegas Strip for the first time? Do you remember? The Las Vegas Strip? I was probably, you know, it's funny. I was almost born in Caesar's Palace. No. Wow. Yeah, that's where my, mom, my mom's water broke. Though. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, Caesar's Palace, mom's water broke. So. Oh, my God. I love Caesar's Palace. I was almost Palace. born on the Strip. I do, too. Wow. Yeah. It's a super sick vibe. Vegas is definitely a, it's a crazy fun place. But it's, if you know what you're doing, you make it fun. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So right now, uh, you have your album out, Love is Pain. Love is Pain. I'm in love. It's so good. I was like crying while I'm listening to it. You know, from what you shared with me, it's important to listen to one all the way through. So can you share why it's important to listen to the first one all the way through? So yeah, I'll put it in a little basis. So um, back in uh, 2018, you know, I got, um, you know, I got signed. I got a lot of money and um, just didn't put myself around the right people. You know what I'm saying? So um, music kind of felt like it was something I very loved and was very passionate about. How misled emotionally and physically. I'm not physically, but emotionally. Well, as you see, it's, you know, the cover, it's a book. So from one to 15, it's just like, it's just a, a war pull into my soul and into my body. You know, you could kind of share a piece of my heart. So 
you know, for everyone that listens to the album, it's like pretty much giving a piece of myself away to you, you know, to enter one's own mind, get into the depths of things and see from track one to 15, just how it lays out and kind of lose yourself in it and just realize that you're not the only one dealing with pain. You know, you can have all the money in the world. You can have everything, but you know, heartbreak's a fucking bitch. You know, I think everyone could relate to a bad heartbreak that went through that, you know, kind of messed up their whole shit. But besides that point, you know, love is pain is something super special. The whole, um, behind it the story behind it i'll tell you guys so um took a little break from music you know after 2018 you know just went through a bunch of bunch of bullshit bunch of fake people and um kind of took that love for music out of me but um i still would write i would still like late night i remember like when everyone was partying drunk all messed up you know i'd be the one in like putting on beats and just like you know working you know and it was like it was something i never really you know understood until now you know fully diving in and making this album but um so long story short shout out Mixed by Felix, my brother, my best friend, always treated me right. One of the best engineers, hands down in the game. In February, I went through a breakup of two years, you know. Did pretty much, you know, everything for the girl. And uh, got toxic. I had to be the one to push it back. So I, I remember, it was funny. I remember calling up Felix, and he didn't hear from me in like four years, you know. Wow, so four got, years. Yeah, so you know him for four, a while. Yeah, five years. Yeah, we got photos. Oh, so that's the best I, relationship. I, oh, yeah, for sure. And when it's like a relationship where it's just like, you know what I mean? There's always yeah. been good chemistry, you know. And it's just like, when we work together, it's like... Just just magic happens, you know? Mm. So I call him up in, up in February. I remember and I was just like, being in February, I was like, hey, yo, it's Louie. And he's like, Louie? He's like, where have you been? Like, you know what I mean? Where have you been all this time? And I was like, man, I don't know. My mind. Uh, but um, besides that point, uh, I want to build a studio. And right away, he's like, let's do it. Need me a guitar center, you know, because I was recording studios, like, you know, major studios and big studios and all that. And it was just like, I kind of, I don't really, I like my artistry to be centered, like, you know, at my house where I can Ugh. really think and express instead of, you know, going in. Because it takes, a, you know what I mean? You know, as being a musician yourself, you know, it's like when you're around, like you can have an engineer that just ruins the whole session. You know what I mean? So it's like, I wanted to lock myself away and create what I've gone through the past four years. Yeah. And also let's, oh my God, we have to, before we go any further, talk about that process because so much of what you said, in addition to energetically to get into the car, to drive or go on a subway to commute and be around other people's energy. When you're in a zone, you want to like be in the studio. You don't want to like jump through all these hurdles and do all these things. And to support yourself, what you said, how you center yourself. Like, I just want to honor you, how you put your artistry first. Like you put, you make sure you're, needs are taken care of and so you built this beautiful studio that we're in right now the acoustics are amazing like on par like it, it's so good you call someone up and you're like we're just i want it right in my home so you can like yeah, you just like wake so up good. and then go um into your studio without leaving your home and you're depending on you you're not exterior a lot of people live on the exterior and depending on other people but you as an independent artist it's all about independent artists what does that mean self-reliant self-responsibility so kudos to you because so many artists are out there they're in fight and flight survival mode because they don't give themselves the space because we're taught to minimize in life and not take up space. So I just wanted to, you know, really put a pin in that because I I look up to you in, in that regard in many ways, but in one, yeah, it's really yeah, no, remarkable. It's just, you know, it's just, it got me to a place where it was just like, you know, for the four years I wasn't making music, you know, it was like, I was making good money. I was living, but it was just like something in me was just like, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like what the universe wants you to do, you know? And it's like, my whole point of being here is, you know, is to help people and let people know like, you know, anxiety, depression, pain. It's like, you know, a lot of people are hurt. You know, it's a lot of facades and showing that, you know, it's all happiness, Instagram, but it's like, 
society we live in today it's just like it's not how like you know what i mean it's just like for instance girls you know it's like they have you know no relationships it's really messed up you know i think about like people living in the 60s and 70s where you know don't think about being in a situation where it was like you had to go out and meet that person you know what i mean in a spiritual way like and find that love but now it's just like you go on instagram boom you know, which it's like, I, it's a touching, it's a touching topic because, it, you know what I mean? It's just, everything's a facade, you know, it's like we're, a lot of people are dealing with so much pain and emotion and trauma, but online, you know, it's just like, especially, you know, it comes to the point where they're scared to show their emotions and be vulnerable, you it's know? It's a fake world, yeah. You feel me though? It's like a lot of people, they're just, they won't, you know, it's like they have to put on this hard, like, you know, and put that to the back, but it's just like, you know, it's, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay to, you know, deal with pain, but you have to do it in the right way way you know don't let uh, other distractions and other people you know kind of put your mind in a place where you're thinking that you have to be this person you know what i mean you don't have to be you can be whatever you want in this life called manifestation and putting yourself there and working and believing in yourself you see it 100 percent here you know coming from nothing and building what i've created it's just like I just want to let the youth know it's just like just be yourself don't let anyone tell you, you know me growing up i was that one kid you know because when i moved out here started going to school you know what i mean i would just never really fit you know i just didn't find that you know i, I skateboarded you know that was my love you know that was mm -hmm. my that was creative my outlet created outlet so i was like i used to um shout out my boy danny films this was you know my brother he um his mom and uh his stepdad, um, Jared Lamb, you know, they own Red Digital. So as a young kid, you know, they, he uh, would always invite me up to his house and I'd be up there in LA taking the train, we take the buses, go skate, you know? So I never really had that normal, I would say like, you know, first through 12th grade of going to school, I'd always be like getting homeschool a year, popping back up, you know? So it was like, I never had that. So you did homeschooling? I did. No wow, that's so interesting. It was um, pivoting all over the place, but that's what we're about here. But it's so wild with homeschooling because I always like knew about homeschooling when I was younger, but I thought it was like a privilege, but but then with the pandemic, like so many people were homeschooled. So you had that experience before the pandemic. How, how was that experience of being homeschooled? Like, I mean, how did you feel about it? I mean, it was amazing because it was just like, I just had uh, easy. You know what I mean? Free time. It was just free time. I could do whatever I wanted. And I was like, I was able to skate, go do my work, look up the answers. And you know what I mean? It was... It was funny, you know what I mean? It was just like, I graduated at 17 with like a 4.2 and um, <laughs> I probably did like one book, you know, one assignment, two assignments. I was just nice to the teacher, like shouts out, I'm not gonna say her name, but shouts out to her, you know? And um, she knows who she is. She knows who she is, but um, it's, it's just, you know, it was, it was cool, but it wasn't like I was fully homeschooled. So it's like, I went to seventh grade, so middle school, and then eighth grade, I got homeschooled. I was living pretty much in Hollywood Hills back. But since I was like 12 years old, I remember I, uh, I had my mom drop me off at the Metro Link right here in, in Irvine. At the Metro Lincoln, I get on that, go to the uh, red line, take it up to, to LA to uh, Civic Center. How young were you? Like 13. Going myself, all yeah. the way to yourself downtown yeah, into like Santa Monica. Yeah, and then I hit the red line. Oh, all this... the way to North Hollywood and then wow. get picked up there and then just. How was the transport? It was crazy. You know, I would just witness so much crazy stuff. You, you know? would? Oh, yeah. Were you safe. always safe? I mean, I was just like a kid, you know? So you got to think like a young skater with a skateboard. So it's like no one's going to really. Did you only go during the day or did you go at night? Oh, as well? I'll go at night, man. We would go skate everywhere. By like, yourself or with people no, or with both? people, with people. Oh, so okay. pretty much my boy Danny was a videographer. So we kind of would just go out and film. So it'd be like night spots. Um, he yeah. was a crazy skater. Yeah, no, crazy. it was crazy. I loved, like, that was, like, my love, you know, really like, my good. whole life. Like, he was, know? like, 12 years old doing tricks that 20, 24-year-olds. Wait, you knew him when he was 12? No, no. I didn't. Oh, I was going to say, wait a minute. People be like, you be skating like that? Sure. But I'm rusty now, because, but um, after I, uh, you know, I broke my arm. Oh. I was playing my friend 
shout out Matt Pierre, my brother, uh, playing him in the game of skate. And uh, you know, I was dogging you, you know, and uh, but I got him to tee and I was doing, you know, and I was used to like, actually like, you know, jumping out big handrails and like skating big sets. So the day before I was just messing around and uh, I just like did a fourth, like a like they call it a dolphin flip. I was like, learned them. No one really does them. There's some people that do, but um, I learned them. I was like, got him at tee and I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this dolphin flip right now. This is the one. Boom. Let on flat ground, fell backwards, caught my hand, bone came popping out my skin. I can't. So my whole arm was in like an S shape. Wow. And I looked at it, I was like, oh damn, like try to pop it back into place, you know? So and then <laughs> oh I was God. like, okay, that's not gonna work. So I remember walking up to like, it was at the skate park over here, they got like a little office, walking up in there and I was like, like boom, like, so there was like, a, I guess like an EMT on site. And yeah he, um, wrapped it up this was the scary part so i didn't want like a you know my mom to deal with a high hospital bill or nothing yeah so i was just calling my, i was like reading the ambulance i was like no nah, i'll just have my mom just drive me to the hospital you know so i waited for her but he wrapped it up in cardboard so mm -hmm. when i got to the hospital i remember them taking the carpet off and seeing blood yeah because you know my, it broke like this so the bone came under so i couldn't really see that but i looked at the blood and i was like wait and i put two and two together i was like wait blood broken arm and just was like oh my bone came on my fainted you know right oh, like, oh yeah I would have yeah you know what i mean it was just like yo bro like where is the blood coming from oh you know so from there yeah immediate surgery you know i had uh my arm i remember where's the scar i mean they're kind of covered in tattoos but if you see right here from yeah, right here yeah. they're, they're like big oh, scars i, I feel it. right here it's all metal Oh crazy, my right? god, I love Iron that. Man, titanium. Can you imagine going through the airport and you're just like... You know what's crazy? It, is doesn't, they, beep. it doesn't beep. Yeah. Oh. If you put like a metal detector to it, it does. But like in the airport and everything, it just doesn't go off. And it's full titanium. Like I got it. I remember they're like... I remember my mom was all like, how big the scar is going to be? How, you know? Like, yeah. like oh, they're going to be like this so big. Quickly. Oh no, it took... It was crazy. I mean... If no, I mean you healed not quickly, but nicely. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they're covered with like tattoos. It's hard now. to even you see can, it It's though. hard to see it. Yeah, it healed super nice, but the scars were like... Oh wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Wait, okay. Since we're doing shout outs here, uh, speaking of shout outs, um, if you're, I always forget, if you're not going to, if you're not on the video, please do. We have a video up and you can uh, see Louis Lone's high cheekbones. They're like doing good over here. You know what I mean? We live in life. We're doing our thing and just making music, you know, doing what we love, creating, you know, shout out my boy Dylan, you know, he's his fashion line auditor. Yeah, ego death, you know. And ego death, you know, we rocking the beanie. Right this here, this life, you know what I mean? Where is it? There's the ego death. That's the DD, no, you the know? the ego death's right here. But this is the ego death, you know? Boom, you know? That's the whole sweet dropping very shortly. So yeah. good. It's kind of like that. Uh, What's the website? It's egodeath.us. Got that. Okay. Okay. So circling back around, Felix turns up yeah. at um, uh, Guitar Center. So, yeah, we we're going to do a home studio. Yeah, so, boom. We're going to set up a studio. So actually, Dylan... I was like, hey, Dylan, do me a favor. While I'm at Guitar Center, go run to, with, to Ikea and find me a desk. And that's the desk right in front of you. Mm. So my boy Dylan, just let y'all know I'm the worst when it comes to like- I did everything. Handy. I got the desk, <laughs> no, I set everything up. No, he really, no, no. He, he, so I'm the worst when it comes to handyman stuff. Like even if you give me a like a, a list, actually, no, you know what? I actually got a couple more now in the house that I did. I was like, I tested myself, but I'm just, when it comes to handyman work, like- Not so, interested. Yeah, girls, if you're looking for like a guy hands-on, you know, I'm not the one. It's not good. But yeah, so long story short, no Dylan went, found this desk and uh, set it up. We set the studio up and uh, he actually had to fly to uh, all the way to- um, to Canada to go to Sony. He was working on like something with Sony out in Canada and he was out there for 10 days. And I remember calling him seven days afterwards and I was like, hey, uh, you know, Love is Pain is finished. And he's like, what? You know what I mean? Like it's been seven days. I was like, yeah, no, the album's done. So, you know, so he came and um, album was finished one through 15 and we locked ourselves in the studio. I mean, we were for the mixing and mastering process, like for 
I mean, like it was literally about three weeks of every single day, just in there, just locked in. And, you know, what came was a, an album that will last forever, you know, a timeless album that uh, kind of, you know, expresses who I am and me as a person and just to let the viewers into my mind and see my life simulations and everything that's going in and something that's very special to me that something was. And the funny part was, is, you know, it's I finished the album back in March. You know, so from recording and everything and artistry, you know, and being in this, I mean, this is, I'm like a studio rat. I, this is, I live. It's the best kind rat. of rat to be. If yeah. you wanted to be a rat, yeah. um, that's the best rat. To oh yeah. Be. The best rat. I mean, I just, I call it studio rat because it's like, this is like my little dome, my little center. You know, it's like, I just love to spend my time in here because as an artist, it's, you know, we can always progress. We can always find different sounds, find different tones and different, you know, for my career and how I project myself is on a caliber. It's like, you know, it's you know, I don't look at competition or anything. I think art is art, you know, and that's what a lot of people get stuck in their head about. And they um, it's a hard thing because a lot of artists nowadays will be like, oh, my God, is this good? Should I, do you know? But it's like, just do be what yourself. you be yourself. Don't do try to be. Me. And that's the thing, you know, don't try to be this person. Don't try to be Louis Long. Don't try to be Drake. Don't try to be The Weeknd. Don't try to be, you know already be yourself and express who you are as a person because that's what comes to life mm -hmm. and i had that problem it was identity you know and it was a problem back in 2018 where it was like i was young and it was just like i wasn't expressing who i was and who i am so it was like being able to do that it's, it's freeing it's such like a like when i'm sad i'm having a bad day you know what i mean i just come in here and create something magical will happen out of that yeah and, and you let your emotions out yeah you know it's a release it's a 1000%. It's a great 100%. release. Uh, thank you for sharing. Of course, of course, you know. Mm -hmm. We're all over the place. It's a perfect podcast. We really are you know, all over the I'm place. I'm for my bottle. Wait one second. Don't move. You want to take a shot for this So, one? yeah, we're going to definitely have the links below, which is really exciting. You did, you did. We're drinking on that Pink Whitney. New Amsterdam. So, yeah, I mean, it's so great. All the things we're talking about, you know, it's been happening for a long time, but humanity's communicating it. It's, I think it's pretty well out there that we're in a national uh, mental health crisis. We are. Social media. It's, um, oh, we're in a huge media. crisis right now. And it's, uh, it's sad because it's, um, I feel like it's standards. You know, you see people on Instagram living this life of money and just things. And it's like, you know, there's kids out there with nothing, you know, no food. You know, it's sad because we live in a, it's very hidden, you know, it's not, it's, it is, it's something that it's, um, you, it's not reality. It's like you go on Instagram, you go see this stuff and it's, seems like everyone has this perfect life that they put out and portray to the world that, oh, you know what I mean? But it's like inside, they're hurting, you know? It's and like, can you see that when you're looking at photos? Can you see the hurt in people's I, eyes? I can. I can. I can see the pain in their eyes and I can see it's it's that, you know, it's a facade because it's like everyone has to, you know, have the nicest car, you know, be, you know, in the end of the day, it's like, what is that? What does it mean? You know, jewelry, nice cars. Like, yeah, but it doesn't touch base on, it's cool. It's cool to have, but it doesn't touch base on who you are as a person and being, you know, a good person. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, strive to be this figure or something like that when it's like me, I'm just being me. You know, this is just honest. This is how I live. My music, it's, you know, this is just <laughs> on a daily, you know what I mean? It's on a daily basis. You know, we live together, we create. We have fun. Yeah. We just love to do what we do and we just be ourselves. You know, it's, we don't want to be those people that flaunt and show off. It's like we just want to put raw emotions and, you know, let you guys know that you can have all that and still be in pain and still be depressed and deal with anxiety because I deal with it on a daily basis, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, but I feel you. I uh, personally, and 
August got a diagnosis that I resonated with. I've been on the hunt since 2014 and anything that was taught and said to me, the body keeps the score. There's a famous book, the body keeps the score. It's amazing. And like the body knows your intuition knows if you listen to it or not. But like you said, a lot of people, they're not listening to themselves. They're listening you know, to social media and, you know, what other people are saying, people pleasing, which leads to insecurity. Focusing back on you, how did you find and or refine that voice to listen to within yourself? To be honest, it's like, I haven't, you know, I'm still here and still, you know, everything's coming alive and wow. I couldn't be more happy. It's still a pain that's inside of me that's like, you know, it's something that I can't really express, you know, it's just, I can't express it through the music. It's yeah. Just, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, a lot of people, you know, feel like that themselves and, you know, I just want to be the word for um, yeah. broken ones, the ones that really feel like, like, fuck this place, you know? And many people feel that. But and- I want to show them through artistry and seeing where I'm at right now that you can get through this. You know, because I'm here with you guys and, you know, it's it's depression, anxiety. It's a fucking bitch. You know, it takes over your, your mind, your body and uh, puts you in a position where it's, you know, it's it's messed up. But you got to just stay strong and just go through it. And I mean, we're here for the ride. We're here together and we're going to. Yeah, I want to take that just like a little further, because I think since specifically we're talking to the youngsters, there's a facade of like, oh, the music video has to be $7 million, obviously not that extravagant, but hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's always at the age of not is the money. But in today's society, and it was then, but it's different now. But in today's society, with the bots and the marketing, the social media and the scammers and the shiny SOS, shiny object syndrome, all that, you know, the translation of what you're saying is being raw, be real, create. And with TikTok, 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 with all the platforms that, you know, wasn't then, but is now people will come to you. Like if you're just who yeah. you are, like people will come to you and then the rest will work itself out. No, 100%. I mean, it's like, you know, don't get in your head. And like, if you're an artist, if you're a true artist, you know, as I believe, you know, it's just, just do your art, just stick to that. And, you know, of course, focus on the business side focus, but what's Real will prosper, but fake won't. Yeah, and so I have it in my head, but y'all are not like reading my mind right now. So I'll just tell you what came up for me a couple times. I'll, you know, repeat it again in a way is, okay, if you took four years off or 10 years off or 10 days off, but make it a practice and a discipline to show up for your art every day and learn to get out of our own way and making excuses because there's a whole psychological process of making excuses. But because you eliminated so many things that could get in the way for the long term, you're able to show up for your art here every day. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much put every other business to the side and, you know, you can't have a plan B. You know what I'm saying? You really can't. You know, it's plan A or plan, you know, it's whatever you want to do in life. It's like, make that the plan. You know, don't listen to anyone else. You know, there's one plan, you know? Yeah. If you have that plan B, you have that backing and that, you know, doesn't come alive. You know what I mean? And that's just the truth, you know? So when I built my studio, I knew it was, this is it. Mm-hmm. I don't care about anything else, my other business, everything. Let me be the outlet for the broken. Let them know that there's someone here that can relate to that. Someone that can, you can go through emotions and, you know, let me, you know, be the voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. <sighs> I want to transition into uh, who are some of your inspirations? A lot of my inspirations sadly passed, you know, one of my biggest uh, was uh, XXX. Tendashio, you know, he was a huge inspiration. I had the pleasure of working with one of his producers, Rest in Peace Cade. Big inspiration to me, you know what I mean? Um, Juice World, 
Little Peep, all the way down to like Paramore, Arcade Fire. You know, I grew up in the skating community, so it was like Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. It's just so many different sounds of music and just um, falling in love with every aspect of music, like every artistry, you know. And, yeah. Uh, that's what created myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so those are musical artists. Who are some of your other inspirations, whether they're alive or deceased or if it's a family member or art? Like, what are some of your other eclectic uh, inspirations? Inspiration-wise, I would say um, I really get inspired from people, mm. you know, just meeting people. And I'm a very introverted person at heart. You know, it's I like to, I don't like to really you know, the people that come into my life, you know, I don't really open up to a lot of people. I'm very closed off and sheltered, but um, sometimes people get put into my life for a reason. I get very inspired by them, no matter what it is, you know, you can learn something from any anybody, mm-hmm. you know, so that's a big inspiration for me is just the world and people in general and just seeing how they think and how they live their life and their characters and their laughs. Yeah, besides that, um, like, you know, The weekend is a huge inspiration. Shout out all the XO, you know, Nav, The weekend. Shout out my boy Lil Cobain. He's one of my favorite artists, my brother. One of the most talented artists to this day, hands down. That's like my, one of my biggest inspirations and love the man to death. You know, I wouldn't be the artist I am today without uh, his guidance at a young age, you know, and um, tune in to Lil Cobain as well. He's an awesome guy. Music wise, so talented, but um, we can have it in the show notes. Yeah. We'll put it, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right, you're right. Speaking of, it's going to be in the show notes, but uh, what are your handles? The best way uh, people can reach out to you for business or brand collaborations or um, just to follow your journey? I mean, my Instagram's at Louis Loan, you know, L O U I E L O N E, TikTok at Louis Loan. You can email Louis Loan MGMT at gmail.com, but um. Yeah, as of now, you know, it's the lone wolf, one man army, you know, mm-hmm. do this yeah. all myself, you know, shout out besides with Felix, my engineer, that's it. And shout out my producers, make this happen. Shout out uh, for all y'all. So yeah, so I was uh, having the idea, um, how many songs do you want to play? We should, um, when the show's done, we should just run some songs. We could run all 15 if you wanted in a row, since yeah. the people are here. I mean, we can play a couple or just yeah, get them over it. to the streaming service sites, or we can have them streaming it here. Yeah, I mean, what or should we, we show do? Them some unreleased too. You want to put something unreleased too? And why not give them a little sneak peek to Dysphoria? Do you want to play something right now? <laughs> yeah. Can we do that? Let's do it. Let me put my laptop on this. Okay, so we're going to give you a little sneak peek of what's next for Lily Lone. You already know. Dysphoria, the next tape. We're popping over here. Not bottles, speakers. Because mm. oh. it, it popped the audio. You doing it over? Coming 
That's that new unreleased. So, so good. So this is gonna be on your next album. Dysphoria. Yeah. And do you know how many okay, I is I don't know if it's gonna be spilling the beans. Do we know how many tracks are gonna be on that album yet? Really or don't. it's a surprise. It's a surprise. Okay. Love surprises. Definitely gonna you guys are gonna love it. You mm. know? We're excited. It's gonna be sick. You know, it's gonna open a whole new category of Louis Long. Yeah. You know, Love is Pain was the cover of the book, but we need to, you know. What's on the inside? You dig? We're going to open that book for you. Right. What you guys see. Yeah, that was a sneak peek. That was really cool. Yeah, that one's a crazy record. Yeah, it's very inspirational, honestly, for my show because my I own the IPs and I started my podcast in 2019. So I did it in seasons and I did thematic seasons. But season five, because I found my core lane of what goes out and what comes in, energy, making sure it's reciprocated because I was putting so much out, right? And that was a lesson on its own. But then I started feeling my vitality depleted. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to put all this energy out, I have to make sure it's reciprocated. So I'm being fueled up by this outside energy. That's why we do what we do, because we want to help other people. We want to put it out there. So I started my season five. Yo, Usually I do like 22 episodes, a bonus episode 23. This season I started in January. This is my first time I'm going all year because I'm having so much fun that I want to keep it growing and and going. I wouldn't do another podcast besides yours. Uh, Just by doing this, I'm thinking like I want to like pivot the show and just have you on more often, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would love to to start on any of yours. You know what I mean? It's For me as an artist, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, shouts out to all the other podcasts. Shouts out to everybody, you know? Yeah. I catch a vibe and it's a good, but it's just like, you know, it's something special. You know, this is my first podcast and I want to spend it with, just so you know, you know, we've been hanging out for the past few days, you know, getting to know each other and, um, you know, it's the love and the passion of her heart for me. And just, you know, you, there's not a lot of good people in this world. And I want to let everyone know on this podcast that everyone that's watching her, you know, and supporting her, like you guys don't understand that you're supporting such an amazing, talented woman, you know, hands down, one of the best people I've ever met. I don't know how to explain that into words, but the most caring, loving heart, you know, I was at a point, you know, it's crazy the way we met but um you know i've never just met someone you know hands down that is just has a heart as big as yours so okay yeah okay i'm just yeah i'm like wait i'm like wait yeah i'm like let me just make sure we're getting all of that i'm just kidding no really though no yeah it's like you always have to do these mic checks here yeah it's like yeah but i just you know yeah that means a lot thank you you. i mean it's the truth you know it's like you know it's you seen something that you know it's like with me coming back into the music it's just like you know i waited you know until and it's like I'm just, it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. I'm more than grateful to be able to be in your presence and speak with you because you're such a talented, amazing woman, hard worker, strong, independent, not relying on anybody and just still with, you know, with just all the stuff that you've gone through in your life, just to still have a smile on your face and helping others. It just, you know, 
you're a gift from God and just keep up the positivity. And I just want to say to all you guys, you know, you're supporting someone that it's is worth, a, supporting. worth supporting someone that's amazing. You know, I want to do like to be real with y'all from Louis Loan standpoint, I don't, I don't do podcasts. You, you know, this will probably be one. I'll maybe pop in a couple anytime she wants me on here, but just the, the person that she is, it's like, I will any way I can support and help her and, um, be a part of anything just because she's helping me in so many different ways you know and it's just and you guys tuned into the right podcast she's all over the place i'm all over the place yeah right yeah i mean <laughs> thank you so much i feel the same about you one thousand percent or a million percent and i which you know it's really um means a lot and um uh, most importantly i also want to communicate for the person tuning in um to say that I receive it because it's really important to be able to. She's an amazing person, hands to, down. Oh. oh, I got her headphones <laughs> oh off, but you know, you gotta, you know, I feel like. Yeah, it's important to uh, receive it. I mean, because when you have this. And you, it's difficult to do well, some, have, for a lot of people, I think can relate to it, you know, just receiving it. You have to Thank understand you. having this internet persona and everything. It's like, you know, having your podcast, people don't know how of amazing person you are. You know, because they don't. Get I'm to like see, you. I'm, you know? I'm so private. I, you know? I, I so isolate. Like, I don't allow a lot of people in. I'm very. I'm like really a people person. Yeah. And it's like I just show people what, and they can talk whatever. Exactly. But like I'm very private of who I allow into my life. Like, no, hundred yeah. percent. But it's like especially on on that ba exactly on that basis. You know, doing podcasts, doing this. It's like there's so many people that you know on camera. Yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Right. And, just, and, and are evil people, but like right. you're such like outside <laughs> of everything else, you're such an amazing. Just you know. Honestly, I've never hit like, you know, right hand to God. Like, you know, I've never yeah. met someone just, you know, that is such so amazing and just has the biggest heart. And that's what I want all, you know, your supporters and everyone to know that you guys have the right person you're supporting, you know, a real person, someone that still has love in them. Because I feel like we live in a world today where love is love is pain. Yeah, you know? well said. I yeah. agree. Yeah, definitely. Thank you again. Okay, wow. This has been amazing. We're going to keep growing and going together. This is great. This is great. This is, uh, you know, we're making history over here. It's, um, you know, always the start of something new and having that white canvas and uh, creating uh, what you want to create. And uh, anything is possible. Anything. You know, yeah, anything's possible no matter what you're growing through. Because I, you know, when he was speaking earlier, things that came up for me and just being in tuned. I know someone's sitting at home right now and they're just like, oh, well, I don't have this circumstance or this is my circumstance. Or you're, you're comparing yourself to his story and to mine and maybe other people that you know in your head. But comparison's a death threat. And we all have circumstances. But it's how we, one, react to those circumstances or two, how we respond to those circumstances circumstances. And then also, you may be in a situation where like, I live with my grandma, or I live with my parents, so I have to. And so you're going to pout like a three year old and be like, Oh, I'm forced to do this. That may be true. But Louis Loan, he skateboarded, like he's making music, like you can touch grass, like you can create a space for yourself, even if you don't have a space, even if it's going into your freaking bathroom and creating a space for yourself just to do something that you need to do for yourself. Louis Lone was talking about manifestation. So can you really kind of go into a process? I'm sure it's all over the place, but like an example of how you manifest because you mentioned it earlier. Of course. You know, the thing is, is the only thing that can stop your dreams from coming true is yourself. It's a big thing. It's called self-doubt. And a lot of people think that when it comes to manifestation, you know, it's, oh, this is going to come in. But the only thing that stops it is self-doubt because, you know, we live in a world of nowadays where it's just like, 
you know, it's, there's so much, um, how do I put this into words? There's so much, um, not competition, but so much kind of like competition, actually. You know what I mean? Like in the sense of like artistry with kids that don't have money, you know, kids that, you know, and they're like, well, how can, you know what I mean? I need these expensive music videos. Like, how do I set this up? It's like, check off these boxes. You know, it's funny. Do a do, do, do. Let's check boxes. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah. Out of Love, the music video. First one I dropped in uh, June, first single. Pretty much long story short, I had a couple videographers, you know, that, that were hired, did the video, and um, I just didn't. It, it wasn't my vision. So mm. uh, Felix gifted me a they're like DGI, like these little like camera things, and I just filmed it myself. You know, set it up and did the whole video myself. Wow! I want to do a huge shout out to Liftoff Supply, my brother. You know, hands down, one of the most creative, intelligent people in the world. You know what I mean? And um, I mean, this guy's literally insane. I mean, he does clothing, fashion. You know, his his new uh, fashion line just dropped. His new series. It's um. So I want to do a big shout out to my boy Liftoff. You know, the yeah. new collection just dropped. Failed by design. You know, it's a collection based off you know my single Teenage Ammonia. And I mean, the guys like I've never met someone that is so just talented in every aspect mm. you know i mean when it comes to he's a producer he does fashion he does animations like there's like nothing the guy can't do you know and mm-hmm. just like his belief in me and working hard and just you know just being a good person it's just like and that's the only thing people i want around me you know it's like there's so many evil and wicked people in this world and it's like i don't have time you know i want to be the voice for the broken the voice for the people that can't speak up for themselves and help people that are going through you know stuff similar to mine and can't express it but um you know let me be that voice for you guys and let me be that person to you know walk you through this and get you through that depression and get you through that sadness and you know because that's why i'm here you know my whole aspect i love music i don't do this for fame i don't do this for money i do it because i love music and i love people and i feel like you know we're in a society where it's just sad and i know there's so many people that are just in pain and just voiceless and i just want to be the voice for the the misled the broken the stressed out the depressed and let them know that you know i'm here for them and i know how it feels to be alone you can be in a room full of people room full of people and still alone you know empty yeah when the party's over and you go home it's like you know and that's just like me. It's like, you know, I'm going out, going to all these places, showing faces. And it's just like, but when I get back home, still alone. Yeah. This is where I create. This is where the magic happens. This is, you know, my little sanctuary where um I feel I can express how I feel and, and put out my raw emotions and how I really feel. Because this is, it's not a facade. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's I like, hear you. It's like, we're, like, I'm looking for the alcohol bottle right now to speak. I can't even find it, but like, you know, this is, there we go. Like, this is how I really live. You know what I mean? Like, and I just want to let you guys know, I mean, not as an example, but it's just like, you know, I just want to be the voice for the youth because I've been through so much in my life. And it's just like, I'm at the point where it's like, you know, it's like, what's the point of this world? And, you know, someone could be watching the video, like judging, like, oh, what are you doing? Like, well, how come you just don't like take the bottle away? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But it, we can't save anybody and everyone has their own journey and, you know, we can support one another. But, you know, and it's easy to judge people. It's really easy uh, to judge someone's process because in your mind, you know, we have all these things in our head to like straighten something out, but everyone has their own learning lessons to grow through. And this is a part of your journey, not an alcohol bottle in your hand necessarily, but I'm just saying like metaphorically, metaphorically speaking, it's like this, you know what I mean? It's, and it's crazy because um, there's this this book. I forgot what it's called, but it talked about like, what is freedom? You know, what is freedom? What is freedom? You're asking me? Yeah. What's what is, freedom? Like what, like, what is freedom to you? A freedom to me in this moment, I choose I choose to be here. I'm not here because I have to. Yeah. My time is the number, my focus and my attention is the number one currency above everything. So freedom to me is health. 
it's the number one wealth and making a choice of where I am and I choose to be here. That's freedom. I respect that. I respect that. You know, and where I was getting to is, you want me to tell you what freedom is? Please. Freedom is that two-year-old child that's walking around, that's learning the world, has no stress, you know, playing around, falling, you know, and people lose that inner child. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And they, and that's when, you know, everything gets messed up, you know? And it's like, don't lose that inner child. Don't let that piece of yourself go because, you know, it's like we live in a society now where it's, you know, do this, do this. And it's not, I'm not saying, you know, stay focused. You know, you you have to, you know, have a job. You have to, you know, build something, but don't let that inner self go. And don't let anyone judge you, say anything. Don't listen, don't listen to anybody. You know what I mean? Don't listen to Louis Loan either. Yeah, don't, I mean, (laughs) shit, don't listen to me, but... And the end of the day, it's just like, this is how I am. And I'm going to tell you just how this full fact, full fledged, you know, don't let your inner child die. You know what I mean? Because people set limitations. You know what I mean? I remember talking to this one kid, you know, and he was like, you know, he said, I want to get a tattoo so bad, blah, 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 blah. But, um, you know, I don't, I, he said he didn't want to get it because of what everyone know, else thinks, what everyone else would think. And it's like, man, it's like, do what you want to do. This is your life. We got this one life here. Yeah, well, we have these scripts in our head. Like, times, I'm sure. It's not script, it's standard. Yeah, that too. You know, it's like like a basis of like, okay, go here. Go to your nine to five. Going back home. Go to college. Go get in debt. Then you, after college, guess what? Now you're in debt and you do all this. And then what's it for? Yeah. Are you happy? Are they happy? You get what I'm saying? Are they doing what they love to do? Are they doing what they were told to but do? If they, but, it, but it's in a sense, though, it's like maybe, you know, it's, but it, and that's in a different sense. But I'm talking like, you know, from hearing people's stories like this one. I remember when I was working, long story short, when I, uh, you know, I've been financially successful for a period of time. And um, I remember about one time when I lost everything, I was like, you know, not, like 19, 20, I was working this nine to five job. I had to put makeup over my heart tattoo, put on glasses. And uh, this guy that was working there was like, yeah, you know, my uh, nephew just went to six years of college and he's working at Domino's. Mm. And I'm like, you know, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, just be yourself and do what you want to do in the end of the day. But it's, it comes to a fact though. It's like, you know, if you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a psychologist, but it's like, do what you want to do. Be yourself, man. And it's yeah. like, that's just all I want to say. And that's just raw as I can be, you know? I'm not going to come to you guys and tell you, hey, guys, what's up? I'm Louis Lone. This is how I live. No, this is this is really what it is. You feel me? And it's like, I do what I love to do. And it worked out. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your story and your journey. Uh, what I would like to say on that topic from me, my education and upbringing and hearing some about yours. Well, with the age of technology, it's so cool because, you know, people get go to Columbia or NYU for these, the clout in the, you know, for the degree, the certification to feel proud and worthy that, oh, I got this trophy. And, you know, there's so many courses on that you can take now and get certification specialty instead of, you know, spending $100,000 on education and going to school for four years, you can get certified in 10 weeks in something like and do specialty and and do a variety thing it's not just doing one thing anymore like it's being you know well educated in in different areas what you love and like yeah I be laughing, you know, because, like, I'm more of a homebody, you know? But i just been going, to, like, you know, to, like, these clubs and stuff and seeing these, like, it's like, man, they're just so fascinated from Instagram followers, hype and cloud and all this. Like, like what? Yeah. Is, that really, is that really what makes you happy? You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, behind the scenes, it's the ones who align with the certain agencies and the certain friends to buy them the followers or get the followers. And but so what are it's, they doing it for? it's a part of a, a click society. It's just all a business. But, but this is what I'm trying to say, but what are they, I understand on the business aspect, but yeah. like how I feel it's like, why are you doing that to please other people? Are you doing that because you're 
there's insecurities inside deep in you that um make you feel like you have to be a name or be someone yeah you get i mean it's just on a whole basis it's just like man it's just i'm the type of person where it's just like I, it does you know it's like i don't do this for that reason yeah i do this because i want to help people yeah it's, it's just i want to help i know there's a lot of people in pain a lot of people that don't have that voice and i feel like in the music industry now you know rest in peace to the voices but there's not a voice that's really you know expressing and helping people that are going through pain mm-hmm. and um you know relating you know it's yeah. at a point but there's a bunch of kids and stuff out there that um that are really going through it you know and a lot of sad things and a lot of pain and it's like you guys don't understand that i feel you guys on a whole different basis and it's the world needs your voice they do and it's not something on a basis where it's like i about fame and clout you know i come i know it comes with everything but it's just like i just want to be the voice for the broken the people that can't speak you know and mm-hmm. let them know that we can make it through this. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't, like my fan base and all my people, it's like, I don't even want to call them fans. It's just, we're, we're a family, you know, and what we're yeah. going to do is, is, you know, this is a long journey and huh. uh, you guys are going to see, you know, we're going to make it out of this. And that's, that's the whole goal is to see where it is right now, <laughs> where it becomes. And yeah, we got this guys. You guys maybe, know it. Maybe there's going to be little loans on the way pretty soon. <laughs> loans you know what i mean what the clone little loans exactly and it's just like you know don't do drugs you know don't get involved in that just if anyone you know i'm telling you guys for all the youth and stuff like you know just you know you might think you know growing up for me you know as a kid it was oh it was cool if you did this it was cool if you do that you know but it's yeah be that person where it's like if you don't want to do it don't listen like you know don't feel like how can i explain this don't feel pressured you know don't think oh i'm gonna do this because this person's here and I think this person's cool. Like, do what your heart tells you. And I'm telling you, because it's, you can get involved in something and it's like firsthand, you know what I mean? You know, it's, you can try something and end up, you know, really enjoying it and having your life fall into pieces. So it's just like, stand up for yourself and stay away from drugs, stay away from all that because it's just, it's a bottomless pit, you know? And it's, I felt like, you know, me growing up in a society where it's so normal. You get what I mean? It's yeah, so normal. I mean, right. you know, like, it's like when you're yeah. growing up 16, you know, you're drinking, you're doing this, you're doing that. And then 18, 19 comes and now you're addicted to something. You don't even realize. Oh my God. You know, and it's like. Well, we're still developing. You know, but it all comes from that first time. You get what I mean? Well, 50 Cent talks about it. He is you know, like. Shout, it's, that's it's, one of my favorite artists. It's, love, well, shout out 50, we love you. He's like, it's like you get that high. And he talks about it, you know, with his album or, or his first film. You yeah. always chase after that first high. So it's like Enjoy the process and the struggle. Enjoy the space in between when you come home and you're alone. Like, what do you do when you're alone? So, yeah, no, 100%. But it's the basis where I'm trying to touch on. It's like, yeah, you know, being like the youth, the young, you know what I mean? Where it's just like you got that older guy that comes out and he's like, hey, like, you know, try this and you feel tempted. But your body's telling you no, but you feel like, oh, I got it, you know? Yeah. Listen Pressure. to yourself. Pressure. Yeah, don't ever be peer pressured. Don't listen to it. Just don't get, don't even, you know what I mean? Don't even get started. You know, I'm telling you guys firsthand, just it's not worth it. You know what I mean? It's it's really not, you know, hands down. I, you know, I battle a lot of problems and stuff and it's just like, I just want to be that voice to let you guys know that it's not cool. You know, it, it will take you down a spiral that you don't want to go. You'll... <sighs> 
it's I wish I would have known at a you know a younger age and would have had you know someone that would have expressed this to me. You get what I'm saying? One thousand percent. It's why we have the podcast. It's you know free education, which is great. The thing is, it's like it doesn't matter if there's four million people listening or four or one. If we can inspire one person and be the ripple effect, it starts with us, one person at a time, and then it grows. No, of course, and that's why it's like you know me. I, I'm not saying that I'm the straight you are. Edge, straight. No, I'm saying not saying that I'm, right. I'm just letting them know like it's not cool you know what I mean like yeah it's not cool to be drinking it's not cool to be doing that stuff you know don't look at me and be like oh I want to be like him I want to drink I want to do this like you don't I'm telling you, you don't want to do this but you know. know what you're into the magic mind and that's a healthy replacement it so, is a healthy like, replacement so do things that are vices get into because we all have our vices but what's your vice so like all my hobbies from the mm-hmm. vices they consume me now i feel like i'm losing control what i say in that song i said rocking diamonds all over my body feel like i got frostbite from my cardio whoa i said all my vices turn the hot way i said all my vices turn the hobbies then all my vices turn the hobbies they consume me now i feel like i'm losing control yeah no for real though that's the truth Oh you can turn God. water to wine. I said, I got 10 bands and we outside trying to make love on the south side. Yeah. I was, bro, we was going crazy on that track. Shout out, hey, I got to answer this. Hey, Felix, you're on a podcast right now. Wait, FaceTime me. You're on this podcast. Hey, this is Felix, everyone. Say what's up. You have to make him big. Hey, oh, there going? he is today. It's going. I, hey, I we were, this is who we were talking about earlier. His producer, Felix, who helped him. That's my brother, studio. the best producer in the world. Hands Only the down. people on the video are going to be able to see how beautiful his face is. He's a beautiful guy. Hey, guys. Shout out my boy, Felix. So what were you saying, my guy? You, you got it done? Oh, um, I, I fixed the guitars. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, bro. We on this podcast. You dig? You dig? <laughs> hey, even when you're on the podcast, we still working, right? We don't stop. It, it just never <laughs> ends, you know? Hey, shout out my boy, Mixed by Felix. I'm telling you, the best that, engineer, honey. mixed mastering guy, the coolest dude. We'll put his link in the show notes. We're going to put his link in the show notes, We're going to have man. a lot of show notes for y'all. I mean, I, <laughs> he's the best. I'm telling you guys, hands down, like, one. the best. I love this guy to death, Appreciate my brother. That. I told him the story about how our little, how we built that studio. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course I had to, bro. That was history. Hey, let me tell you guys something else too. Look, when I lost everything, everything, you know who the one person that was there? This man right here, giving me free studio sessions. And I was at the point of my, I was at the point of my mind. I remember, babe, remember when I came to your studio and I was like, I came to his studio and I looked at him and I was so like, you know, I was just going through like a psychosis kind of, you know what I mean? At that time in my life, you know, and I looked at him and I go, I'm on Saturn right now. Mm. You know what I mean? But he was still just like supportive and cared and just believed in me when i it's all you need is one person to believe in you that's it i mean i wouldn't be i'm telling you guys you guys would not be hearing my music if it wasn't for this man right here my brother that means the world to me man mixed by felix the best engineer hands down hands down i'm telling you like it's just man he's so talented man and the coolest person in the world my brother love his pain you guys don't know how many hours we put him ever but me and you would be in there 
be locked in for all those days. You remember? Man, we went through all the emotions. I remember we got like mad at each other one time, and then and then we uh, we leveled down. Like, bro, like, bro, that was so fun. I remember one time. Look, one time we were going through so much stuff. One time we were right here, and um, we were just going through so much stuff, and like pretty much, you know, something was said, and I was like, he was like, you know, starts packing up, and I was like, I think, and I, I barely cry, but I love this guy so much to death. You know, I start like tearing up. Wow. And he's like, we go downstairs, and it was just like a a whole thing. He's like, and we're like, wait, what are we doing? All right, we go back upstairs and yeah, finish the like, record. It's just like, we went through so much emotions and, you know, me and him both in this industry, it's been, we've dealt with so many people that have just treated us like shit, try to fuck oh, us over. Wait, that's, you're going to be on it. We're going to do another podcast episode and we're going to talk about all the effed up stories and things to watch out for in the music industry because we've been through it and we're still here. So we're going to share that on another episode with y'all. Yeah, you know, being in the industry, you know, they say the industry is kind of like more snakier than the streets, bro. It, it's kind of fucked up. It's really predatory. And if you've been fucked over or scammed, trust me, you guys are not the only ones. You know what I'm saying? We're looking out for people and letting them know, hey, like, you know, this person could be a scam. You know, we can go on totally all kinds of different topics, topics and talking about this topic. But we will. We will. And it's like, we'll, we'll you right. it's like you know, the underdogs always win. You dig? Yes. The underdogs, the, the ones survive. that put through all the pain and everything. And it's like, We're man, so it's like if you guys knew the backing of love is pain and everything that went through it. And it's like something that, you know, me and Felix will share for the rest of our life. You know, you know I got this. You know, my brother forever, you know, and it's just like the chemistry and every it's just follow your gut, follow your tuition and just be around people that make you feel good and support you. And I like what you said, chemistry, too. It's the chemistry, you know, that's so sacred chemistry. And I feel like uh, in society, it's falsely abused based on materialistic items, which don't last. And your chemistry is such an important. Well, you got to think it was literally, I mean, from 2000 and 2018. And I really want to touch base on this. You know, I lost my best friend. You know, my best friend passed away. Rest Samir Samir. I started dead. My my best friend, you know, I used to, you know, every Tuesday I used to go pick up his flowers from his grave. And um, he was just the most heartwarming kid you would ever meet, you know, and he came from a wealthy family. He had everything he wanted, but he would just his energy, his love, you know, and I want to show something that's very special. You know, when I finished this album, I went to my mom's house to go grab um to go grab my registration. went to my mom's house to go grab my registration and I'm looking through everything and she goes, you know, and I see this. I'm like, mom, what's this? You know, these are the last joints you ever rolled. I feel like this is a time to, you know. Hey, yo, you remember when we were cutting records and then all of a sudden it was 2.22 in the morning and the, that pocket of joints, it just fell on the floor. Yeah, it just remember popped that? everywhere. Just literally, we were it sitting there and it just opened. Right we finished the record at 2.22 a.m. 222. Yeah, what the fuck? This was a sign. And so we sparked up with joints. Yeah, and like, fucking, and like, wow, maybe the homie wanted us to like, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, bless or something. No, it's the truth. And it's like, it was the trip. It's kind of, I don't know if anybody's like, ghost or anything like that. But sometimes you can feel the spirit in the room. Like, and it, I don't know, man. It's, it's just no, I, don't, I don't spark these up for not special moments right now. And these were, you know, the last joints he ever rolled. And, um, Rest in peace, my brother, you know, and um, through that time, you know, back to what we're stating, you know, losing your best friend and losing someone like that. It's just it's deep, you know, and it's, you know, the love he had and just the chemistry, the chemistry. And it's just like the pain he had inside. It's like, you know, I wish at a, you know, and I beat myself up about this because it's like I wish I would have seen, you know, and known 
and that let him know that you know that, that I, I was you know how much he meant to how you. much he meant to me he meant the world to me you know and um but you know i went there to go get my car tags i'm looking through the drawers you know i see this right here and this is right when we finished love is pain and uh oh wow the yeah. day recently we no, this like, year the, the day we finished love is pain i go and i'm looking through the drawers and i see this i was like and you know my mom doesn't smoke what's this and she's like just want to let you know oh she's like oh, i forgot to give it to you samir's mom gave it to her to give to me and um it was the last joints he ever rolled and test <laughs> sparking him up so he's his energy's in the room with us and i'll Yay. never let his i'll never let his name die you know he um was one of the best kids to ever live on this planet and um it's a blessing you know as a guardian angel to someone to, that watches over me you know because i always feel his presence you know like like he said you know hey louie you even recorded a song about him didn't you i did should i play it right now samir's revenge right yeah play it. is it a demo i don't know I'm 
Mix on this one. This is the rough. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm working on shattered right now. Oh, you're like working on shattered? Yeah, I'm working on shattered. I'll call you guys back.
Hollywood Hills Now I live lavish in Hollywood Hills Phone you block, boo. I don't want 
for joining us. We'll see you next time. Kiriaki, over and out. <laughs>